everyone, welcome to another episode of Room 1710. I'm your host, Jarvis Owens. And uh, today I got two of my special friends with me today. Um, I'll go ahead and let y'all introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Iris. <laughs> Hi, Mindy. Hey. And yeah, so, uh, you know, thank y'all for coming too. Because uh, I really wanted to talk to y'all. Uh, y'all have really been like an inspiration to me. I remember that, uh, ooh, was it back in 2020 or 2021 when y'all went to the march? Oh, yeah. Women's Rights March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, like, really inspiring to me because, uh, you know, we were all, like, dealing with a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a time of just a lot of protests. And also, even really during that time, that was real hard to kind of be out there in the forefront protesting and stuff like that because it, at times it felt dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's how it was for, um, for you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Sometimes I was a little, you know, scared to go out there to do that myself. But, uh, you know, y'all went out there. Y'all did something just in, uh, very inspirational and stuff like that. It was the first time I seen y'all in that light doing that type of stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of what inspired me to bring y'all on today, too, because I wanted to talk about that. So what led y'all to really going out, you know, protesting and stuff, like walking and stuff? Well... I got invited um, from Iris and her sister. Um, they kind of told me they were going to go and uh, participate in the march. And okay, I forgot that. I really just um, was like, yeah, we need to do something, stand, be together, mm-hmm. join forces, and really see. And, you know, it's powered by numbers. And just the mass of going and the mass of people that were there. Um, I just felt like it was important, you know, because – as an individual, I don't feel there's a whole lot that I can do by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, you you were so busy and um, have you know our lives going on. But when when I found out about it, I just hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> for me, it's personal. You know, like I know people that have gone through that. You know, in my family and friends, and you know, I have a daughter, so it's yeah. like I am. Wanted to march not just for me and my my loved ones, but for my child's future, you know, for her to have a choice. Yeah. And for that choice not to be taken away from her. So, you know, it just it just um, was very something that, you know, I don't usually march, you know. Um, sometimes I, re- I always tell myself, oh, when I see something, I'm like, oh, we should go, we should go. But this time, you know, I, yeah, I just felt like, very strongly like okay we need to do something and like Mindy said it's just you know it's powering numbers you know so if you know one voice cannot be heard as as many yeah yeah was it your first time or y'all's first time ever doing anything like that before yes it was my first time Mm -hmm. oh your first time too wow okay so how was that experience like did you was it a little uncomfortable at first or did you just kind of easily I wasn't nervous at all. Um, I think everyone kind of had the the right mindset, you know, a, a peaceful march, peaceful protest. Yeah. Um, and walking up, I was I was actually kind of nervous because I didn't know what to expect. But once I saw just thousands of people that wanted to do the same thing I wanted to do, it was yeah. it felt strong and yeah, yeah, and it like and it was like mostly women, and so it felt very like 
we were part of this whole group, yeah. you know, so we felt really comfortable around each other <laughs> and shouting and saying what we felt, yep. you know, and so some of the chants, you know, they're kind of not suitable for work, <laughs> but um, they were like, you know, it felt great just being there and just being a part of that, like, communion, you know, it's like women, girl power, being part of this. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So uh, I don't know why I said that twice. I got a bad habit. But let me ask y'all this question. What is, like, the greatest challenge being a woman in today's world? What's y'all's greatest challenge, in your opinion? Oh, gosh. Um, for me, I think it's balancing um, your work life and personal life. Because I want to be, you know, as women, we want to be the best moms. And, who, you know, the kid, our kids, they turn to us first, you know, when they need something or want something. And I guess I struggle with, you know, in my career, I want to be the best, you know, person in my in my company. I want to, you know, excel and move forward. And so just finding that balance. Do I work late mm. and get the job done or do I spend that extra hour with my kids? Yeah. It's tough. Um, the same, you know, um, that work-life balance. Also, you know, the media was putting women against each other, that we're always in competition, mm. that we always had to have this perfectionist, vision of ourselves you know i mean all these filters and stuff make us feel like we should look a certain way be a certain way yeah. and when in reality a lot of these women are using filters to look that way <laughs> you know and then you know also being able to still to this day you know we're still fighting a battle in the workplace and in our personal lives to be taken seriously yeah to be listened to <clears throat> you know i mean if think about it if the the senators were mostly women then this one, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. I promise you we would probably, this would not be the situation right now. So, so how do you think representation affects everything? It's huge. You know, when, you know, um, mostly male in Senate are making the decisions for women's reproductive rights. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just, it's frustrating. You know, it's very frustrating. because Especially because they act and they talk like they're experts. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But do you have a vagina? Like I'm, the, I'm like, I'm like you have no idea. Yeah. And it, and you know, and they try to pin it on religion a lot, but it's bigger than that. It's not yeah. just about religion. You know, yeah. it's it's about choice. It's about healthcare. Some women, you know, they want to have a baby. They they but what happened? You know, they lose the baby. Now you're expecting them to go to term with a dead baby inside of them. You know, yeah. without having the the option to have that abortion so they could save her life and the baby's life. Yeah. Now, now I, here in Texas, I got to go to another state to do that. So you're already going through suffering and pain. And then on top of that, you're adding more burden that I now I have to go somewhere else. You know, so people don't think about that either. It's not just like, oh, whoops, you know, I didn't use a condom. I got pregnant. Oh, well, it's an inconvenience. I'm going to have an abortion. It's not, it's not, it's not that, Yeah. you know, for some it may be, but, yeah. but, but, a lot, majority is not. It's not, you know. And at the end of the day, it's my choice. Yeah. If I go to hell, that's my choice. Yeah. It is not your choice, you know. <laughs> if you you are entitled to believe what you want to believe, that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't want to have an abortion, you feel it's wrong to have an abortion, okay, that is your choice. I'm not going to take that away from you. But you don't have the right to take that away from me. Yeah, yeah. I just completely second that. I mean, for me, it's... Um, you know, expecting women to just have the baby, give birth, go to full term, 
you know, daycare costs are expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, there's shortage of even formula. I mean, yeah. the things that you don't, I mean, they just see it as just the one act, but this is a lifetime commitment and some people aren't ready for that. Or, you know, even if you are married and, you know, you have a family already, sometimes you're at a cap, you know, you're like, I, I, you just don't want more than what, you know, the, the number of kids that you have. Yeah. So it, it's more than just, you know, getting pregnant outside of wedlock or a one night stand. You're affecting so many other women, you know, all of us. Yeah. Reasons. Yeah. And it's your reproductive health, too. That's mm-hmm. at the forefront. Like, I never knew about that till I was like watching this one show. And then that's what like brought me more aware to it, I think. Uh, and I'm not sure how true that show is, but. The simple fact that some doctors don't look at certain things because of the laws or something like that. I, I, I can't remember. I'm just kind of paraphrasing. But still, at the end of the day, you know, your health, your life is in jeopardy and stuff like that. And, I'm, you know, I, that's hard to fathom, like, someone controlling or trying to control your life like that, you know? Like, you don't have a choice. And like you said, sometimes things just happen. Sometimes, you know, uh, you could be a victim of a violent, you know, sexual crime and stuff like that. So to subject, you know, y'all women to just, or women, I don't want to say y'all women, but women to just, well, you just have to do this. Yeah. You know? I mean, I know someone really close to me that, you know, she was raped. She, and she lived in a country where abortions are illegal. And she tried to have an abortion legally, almost died. You know, and you can expect her to have that baby, like, especially in that situation, you know, like even like here in in Texas where incest or or rape is not, that's not a reason to have an abortion. That's BS. Yeah. Like, who gives you the right to do that? So you're telling me that if a 12-year-old girl gets raped, you're going to expect her to have this child? Yeah. You know, you're going to ruin her life. It was like a 10-year-old girl. Yeah, like, you're going to ruin someone's life like that. You know, mm-hmm. they don't think about those things. Yeah. They, they, it's just one, they're very um, tunnel vision. They don't see the whole picture. Yeah. And there's so much more than just, it's not that simple. It's very complex, you know. Um, and so for them to make those choices for us and limit us to health care, basically, mm-hmm. it is awful. And then, um, like Mindy say. Daycare, my sister the other day, all the daycares were full. She didn't have anyone to have. Really? It's not, yes. And, and you know, and, and, and so you're, I'm like, okay, you're expecting us to have these babies, but not willing to do maternity leave. I mean, Canada, you get a whole freaking year. Yeah. You know, not paid. Yeah. You know, healthcare is crazy costs. Yeah. You know, formula, everything's expensive the way it is. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, and then even for people who are low income, you are like, have these babies, but figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Now you're causing a society where, you know, you know, things like that. I mean, poverty and crime increases because Absolutely. you are just so single minded that that's all you focus on. So all you care about is just the birth. You don't care about how this baby is going to be raised or come into this world. Exactly. And, you know, and one thing I always told my husband and I told everyone, I'm like, you know, abortion is not, that choice is not only left to the woman. It's actually, the man has a big part of it. Because a lot of times if you have, um, if you get pregnant and that person supports you and is there for you and is caring, a woman might think twice about having an abortion. Yeah. But if she's felt alone or no support, 
guess what? You know, it, a lot of times she's going to do that. Yeah. You know, because you don't have that support. You don't have that person. I mean, there's women who are, um, you know, abused in the home and the man forces himself on them and gets her pregnant again. And now she's like, oh, man. Yeah. You're going to expect her to have this baby and come into an abusive relationship. So it's, it's, it's way more than people think. Like, it's not just about, you know, oh, if you're going to hell or heaven, if you do this or not. Yeah. It's more than that. Yeah, it's people's quality of life. Exactly. Too. You know, I think that does. And not for thing. only them, but for their baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people need to think: Is that fair to bring a child in a certain situation? You know, what if a baby's extremely deformed, or they won't have a quality of life? They'll die at birth, or something like that. Yeah. You're gonna make them come into this world. Yeah. Because just because of what you believe in. Yeah. Not and then on top of that, like. If you may have uh, pregnancy issues and stuff like that, and it may come to a point to where you have to choose, you know, your pregnancy or your life, mm-hmm. you don't get that choice, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. Stripped from you, like that's 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 hard to. So I, don't, now, I don't understand that. It is, and it's and now it's even really scary for a woman. I mean, to get pregnant, you know, like even me, like I I'm thinking like I want to have another baby, but you know, it scares me. What if I run into complication? Now what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah. You know, the it's like, like it's like instead of being a joyous and everything, now I gotta think about all these other alternatives or things that might have to do if something goes wrong. And I'm like, that should not be something a stress that should be on a woman that is pregnant that's going through that. Yeah, yeah. That's, they gotta work on that. I, you know, and that's why I applaud y'all for you know protesting and stuff like that and doing the walks because you know it's 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 important. I think human rights. You know, we all have to fight for that. Don't matter who you are, what you look like, doesn't even matter if it benefits you directly. You know, you got to do what's right. Mm-hmm. But um, also, too, let me just talk on your experience, Mindy, um, and I'll get to you, Iris. But um, as far as like the work life and stuff like that, opportunities, uh, discrimination against women, mm-hmm. how has that like really been for you or just others that you have may have seen as well? Like, how difficult is it for a woman to prosper? Yeah, so um, I feel like we have to work twice as hard to do the same job. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're still fighting for equal pay. We're still fighting to, um, you know, get That's the insane. credit and recognition and, and just to work, work just so much harder. And so for me, um, you know, it's it's one of those where you have to make sacrifices to get one step ahead. And um, it's just a constant <clears throat> competition out there and you know i'm you know we're strong women we we've we're ready for the fight but it's a fight we shouldn't even have to have you know if i have the same qualifications you know and and experience then i should have just an equal opportunity for that same position and how frustrating is that as far as like you know you mentioned earlier just being a mom and just trying to have that work-life balance Mm -hmm. so you're trying to balance this all and you know you're doing a good job of it as well but then on top of that you're not presented with opportunities that may benefit your family you're not getting the equal pay that you talk about while you're doing, you know, all of this. Yeah. So one thing that really kind of frustrated me this past week, actually, on um, Facebook, out on social media, I was just scrolling. And every time I see like a a workshop for, you know, balancing your <clears throat> your work life and your personal life, there's always a woman there. You never see and you never hear about a man struggling with, oh, you know, um, I need to spend more time at home or with the family. It's just kind of, a, you know this cultural experience that um, 
the men, the man is always going to work and put the, you know, bring the, bring the food home and put money or food on the table and bring the money home. And, and, um, for women, it's, it's not like that. And I was reading, you know, if you ask any, any woman, any mom, you know, how much milk is in the fridge right now, you're going to know. But if you ask the same question to a man, I guarantee you they're not going to know. Well, I think, you know, maybe, but. I have no milk. (laughs) (laughs) No. So it's just, um. You know, just just frustrating overall um, that we even have to figure it out. But, um, you know, because I I don't want to have to make sacrifices, you know, whether it comes to my my children or even work, because work is I'm passionate about what I do. Um, And I've I've come a long way and busted my ass to get where I'm at. But, you know, it never, never ends. Yeah. How about you, Iris? Because I know you you've seen some things, too. Yeah. um, You know, I I. At one point, I worked in an environment when I was, you know, an HR manager, and there was no room full of men. You know, I worked in a, a construction, and it was men. Yeah. And then I had to be more assertive, I felt, in order for them to listen to me. You mm-hmm. know, I had to portray myself tougher for them to listen to me. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way, you know. It shouldn't. I shouldn't have to make myself no, a certain way. Not at all. And it sucks because if you become assertive, you're a bitch. Mm-hmm. Where if a guy is assertive, he's assertive, he's strong. And it's BS, you know? It, it shouldn't be seen that way. And then, like Mindy said, that work-life balance is like, women, you know, it, 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 it's one thing, it feels so frustrating that as women, we always feel guilty. Yes. You know? Really? We're always feeling, and, I, and you think, my husband doesn't feel guilty, you know? Like, he got to do this and that. And it's not because it's his fault at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not at all. But we're constantly in this guilt that, we're not doing enough for our kids. We're putting too much time at work. Or I don't have enough time at work because I'm doing this for my kids. Like, my kid's sick. I got to ask off. You feel bad, right? Yeah. Or I got to work late. My kid needs me. I feel bad for him. It's like a constant, constant, constant struggle yeah. with that. You know? And, and and it sucks. It really sucks. Cause, and it's not that anyone's going, oh, Iris, you're a bad mom. You don't No, it's us internally constantly feeling guilty. And then we just look at our husband and we're like, really? <laughs> He's just not thinking but, about but it. But they don't feel that way. They feel like, okay, these are things that need to get done. And of course, there our husbands are great fathers. Yeah, you know, they're there for their kids. Absolutely. But it's not the same guilt we constantly hold ourselves. We yeah. always feel we're lacking somewhere. Like if we put too much effort here, we're this. Our children are suffering too much effort, and our children, our work is suffering. And it's always, always competition between the both and it's hard it's yeah. really hard you know and like mindy say like i like my career you know i've been doing this for over 12 years as in working in hr yeah and you know i've grown in my career i worked my butt off to do that mm-hmm. you know but you know at the end of the day if i'm working late and olivia's like oh mommy are you working are you doing I, that guilt you feel so bad yeah. you know and it, and it sucks because you know but at the same time you know my sister's like well iris is looking at you how hard you work yeah so she's she's gonna keep seeing mommy example you know yeah and so you gotta go back and okay like okay okay you know yeah you know um but at the same time like like mindy said it's just it is a constant struggle it really is mm-hmm. and and you know there's not the same expectation with us like she said if if my husband goes, you know, he was out for a whole year working somewhere else. And I was here with Olivia. Yeah. If it was the opposite way and he was here and I was there, how would it have been seen? Oh, that I left my child. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 
that's true. Yeah. That's, that's the double standard. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and so, I, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point too. Cause even thinking about it, I don't know as, as a mom, I would, I, I think I would have too much guilt, even me, me mm-hmm. choosing. Yeah. I, if it was me, that, okay, I have a great career opportunity for a year, you know, leave my kids with, I mean, my husband's more than capable, but I think I would just be too yeah. guilty. You know, yeah. I would have that guilt mm-hmm. trip on me the whole time. And I know my husband felt bad. I, you know, I, he missed us. He he was so sad, but, but, you know, it seemed like, okay, he, he had to do what he had to do, you know? And I, of course, with my support, I encouraged him. Mm-hmm. But with me, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not the same thing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot different into play, and I guess like some of that guilt too kind of correlates with uh, with certain women just probably wanting to, uh, you know, go up the ladder, or even at most probably become CEOs. They may not feel like they're worthy, or they may feel like you know, like how you said when you got in that room, you had to prove yourself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so you have, like, all of that kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, but, yeah, you just uh, you just have all those thoughts in your heads that, you know, you're not at equal as the same as these men, or the case may be, and they might not even see you. So I guess also, too, how do you feel? Do you feel that, um, you know, leadership with women is important? Like, how would that affect, uh, you know, women just that are under or up and coming in school and stuff like that, like, how big do you think representation of a woman matters? Um, I think it's really important. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I'm um, one out of three women leaders in my organization. So Congrats. I think, yes, we are, we <laughs> yeah. are coming. And, and I'm, I have really supportive, um, my, my two um, CEOs, they, they're really great at understanding and being supportive and, and understanding diversity matters. And it's mm-hmm. important um, at the forefront of, what we're trying to do. Uh, we want to be progressive and we want to, um, you know, make and promote from within. And, and so I'm happy to be one of, one of three in it. We're all, all women leaders. Um, that's great. Yeah. That's great. But yourself, any examples or, Oh yeah. I mean, the presentation matters for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, when you see other women succeed, it makes you feel like I can do this. Yeah. Like Mindy, I'm so proud of her seeing her, you know, where we work together mm-hmm. and now where she's at. Yeah. Most you know, definitely. it's like, uh, she worked her butt to get there, you know, and, yeah. and this is an inspiration. And then like for me, you know, when I got my master's degree, when I got my certification, I mean, with less than a year, I got promoted from HR gen- to senior HR analyst, you know, and then it just keeps growing and getting all these other opportunities. It just shows that, you know, at the end of the day, it's really hard work that takes you there. But it's just, it's funny, though. Like, um, did you know, like, you know, a lot of when you see, like, a job posting, you mm-hmm. know, if a man doesn't feel he qualifies, he'll still apply for it. But for us, we feel like we have to check all the boxes before we apply. Yeah. And we second guess ourselves. And, you know, but it's like we need to learn to just go for it, you yeah. know, just. Do it. And and I'm trying to use that mantra. Like, if I it happens, it happens. That's a joke. At least I tried, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. get it, get that head trash out. And so that's the only way where you can become leaders. Like, you know, it's like, just you feel underqualified for it. 
some of the stuff you can train for it. Just apply for it. Yeah. You never know. There's some people that are high up that should not be in those positions. And they got yep. up there by doing that, you yep. know, by doing that persuasion and just learning as you go, you yep. know. Yep. And so, I mean, some things you can't fake. But, <laughs> yeah, right. but, you know, but there's some things you can, you know, you you, you can get there. And yeah. so we women, in order to be in those roles and at those levels, we need to take those chances. We need to start being scared of taking, um, being more risky and doing those things in order to get there. Because otherwise, you know, we're going to continue yeah. to just lack behind. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just, you know, and even what's funny too is that, you know, I, like my husband, you know, he's, he's a manager. He's getting paid really well. Um, but he doesn't have a degree. And I told him one time I told him, you don't realize men can get into these positions and make this kind of money and not have a degree. But for women, if they don't have that paper, it takes a lot of work and a mm-hmm. lot of time. And sometimes you cannot even get there because you don't have that. Yeah. You know, because how many women do you see in these other bigger like field like machining, machining and all that? You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't see yeah. that. You know, and so, you know, for us, it's like we have to go to school. We have to do something. We yeah. have to. And if we don't go to school, we have to really, really, really work hard to try to get there because it makes it makes life a little harder to try to reach those goals. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely hard. Um, and that kind of reminds me, too, just just kind of uh, knowing some women who are at the top and how hard they had to work if they didn't have a degree compared to, like you said, some of the men and stuff like that. What do you all think is like, why do you think there's like a negative um, uh I guess thought, I hate to say thought because I'm trying to, stigma. There you go. That's what I was trying to look for. But why do you think there's like a negative stigma for like if a woman could be a CEO or something of that nature? Like what makes people feel that like she's unqualified for it? That's something I haven't really wrapped my mind around. I think some people believe, you know, with women there's there's a weakness because, you know, there's so much more emotion that we, you know, may possess of course we're always in the back of our mind thinking you know you're you're juggling work family all this stuff yeah. but but i use that as an advantage you know i see things in a different light mm-hmm. i am i can support um, my team better because i can be more empathetic and understand 100%. oh i know where you're coming from yeah um you know so but but yeah to get to those ceo levels and um you know you just have to i feel like work work harder for it but but also people may shy away from that because you are seen as a bitch or you are seen as, you know, she just is too cold hearted. Well, no, she has to be tough, you know, to, to make her way up there. Yeah. And don't quote me on the numbers. I don't know, but like, I think there's like 85 to 15% of, uh, you know, 85% men and uh, 15% of women are like the CEOs. And even then on top of that, like that number's, you know, kind of crazy, but even then on top of that, the average amount, of uh, pay for those CEOs women is still lower, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And so it's like, that's, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you can even explain that type of uh, inequality when it comes to pay. You know, uh, to me, that doesn't make sense. Maybe back in the day, in a traditional sense, you know, it made sense. The man had a different role in life, right? Um, as far as he was more of a financial burden, uh, not burden, but a more financial provider, excuse mm-hmm. me. But it's not like that now. Like, y'all are graduating college more than us. 
uh, y'all are equal or if not more than us when it comes to being the provider in the household. But yet still, what is it, 70, y'all get paid 77% of the dollar of what men get paid? Um, like 77 cents to the dollar? Yeah, 77 cents, I'm sorry, yeah. And so it's just like, you know, like what's going on? I don't, I don't understand that. Um, I think it also has to be generational, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, boomers are still in charge, <laughs> you know, and they, and they come yeah. from that old school mentality. Yeah. And so they're still bringing those old school, you know, um, mindsets. Yeah. yeah. To the workplace and still treating it the same way. Yeah. Whereas if you see more people that are, you know, millennials or Gen Xers, even, you know, that are coming in now, now becoming bosses, it's, it's changing the dynamic in the workplace. You know, and so we it's it's slowly progressing, but it's mm-hmm. getting there. Yeah. Um. And so, but as long as you know, those generations are still in charge, we're still feeling this, um, facing these issues. The same in Congress. I mean, the majority are boomers. Exactly. <laughs> They're the ones making those decisions. Exactly. You know, so it's still, which is funny because a lot of them are close to retirement. You know, whereas the majority of population is you know millennials. <laughs> Excuse me, I apologize. <laughs> Millennials, you know, so and other generations. So, but we're still having to being affected by their rules, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like Mindy said, you know, we are seen as emotional. I mean, I think I've heard before that that's why we they sh- we shouldn't have a woman president because she'll be too emotional. Mm-hmm. She won't be able to make that decision to pull the trigger. Maybe she shouldn't pull the trigger. Because men tend to be more trigger happy than women. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, a lot of the wars caused not by women. <laughs> <laughs> well, some have been caused. But you know women. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but a I lot of mean. them are are men. They're yeah, the men, they're, they're the one in charge. They're the ones who are going through that. I mean, they if but women are strategic. You know, what's mm-hmm. funny, like in the stock market, the women brokers tend to make better decisions. If there was an article, I forgot what it said, that and that they make better and they're able to make more money because they think really? strategically. They do. They don't just go with just they, they are able to think more like, OK, take a moment. How is this going to affect the whole picture? Not just like, OK, what's going to be now? Mm. You know, because at the end of the day, we have to be like that in order for our families. You know, like these decisions that we're making for our kids are for the future, not just for now. Mm. So we have not just that tunnel vision. We have more a wider view of how we everything connects correct yeah i remember seeing articles like men think like waffles and women think like spaghetti (laughs) reason being is just like with the waffles everything's just in a box it's all uh you know just separated together Mm -hmm. but with spaghetti everything you know all the noodles are connected and stuff and so uh, that's sense. a thought process. Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense too. It it, it does. It does. Because with us, right, Mindy, everything's connected with everything. So we're like, okay, but there. Well, our husband will ask him, "Why are you doing that way?" There's a reason why I'm doing this this way. <laughs> because this is good with this. If I yeah. this, you know, why are you putting the baby to sleep by this time or feeding them this time? Because if you don't, this is this is this is. You know, we have a reason, not just at the moment. It's just we we see the whole picture. And I'm not saying men don't eat, don't do that, but I'm just yeah. saying women have that skill that they can they bring to the table and make very effective leaders. Absolutely, absolutely. Women are definitely needed, and I don't understand how some people don't see that. Like 
everybody's need diversity. Like, I feel just having a diverse uh, group just matters everything. You all bring your own experiences and cultures and religions and stuff, and you just kind of all put it together, and it can really help the company or, yeah. So I, I don't get it. It's it's really weird. So um, let me ask you this question, too. How do you uh, feel about, like, probably some men saying, like, empowering women, like, decreases, like, the value or the role of the man? How do you feel about that? Because some, you know, men feel that way. It's just, like, being the financial provider, it's like, well, if I'm not the financial provider, then I'm less as important as a man. And that's not true. It's not. Um, you know, I guess it's, it's not common right now to have the woman or the wife making more than the husband. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, it, it just hasn't been that way for so long, and it's very rare to see that now. Um, but I think, you know, you have to support one another and find, you know, women, you know, supporting each other as well, but also um, men have to see that it, they don't always make the right decisions. They don't always make the best decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and until you see that, there's always going to be this negative connotation that comes with um, women being in power and being in charge. Yeah. I think it also comes down to society, gender roles, and masculinity, and what masculinity means to men. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, for so long, you know, masculinity is men don't cry. Men, men are supposed to be this way. We're the providers. We mm-hmm. take care of our families, you know. And so it's that mentality that makes them think that way, yeah. you know. And but now recently, it seems like especially our generation, men are being more open about that. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay for you to show emotion and cry. Mm-hmm. It's okay for you to feel certain ways. I mean, I asked my husband. I was like, if I made more money, and you said he's like. Yeah, hell yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to be upset about it because it's going to benefit both of our family. You know, exactly. it's not just me, you know. But like I said, it just really comes down to, honestly, men's views of masculinity. Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean that it devalues you? Actually, it's the opposite. A man that supports a woman, you know, is so, you're supporting your family. You're supporting your, you know, your health. It's not just... Oh, for me, for her, it's 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 for the whole everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And and not only that, but I mean, you're showing your children. Wow, my dad supports my mom like that. Yeah, he's bringing it. Wow, you know, it changes yeah. everything. Yeah, you know, and it's and vice versa. My dad's we a great always partner. we're always there supporting our husbands, cheering them on. You know. So, you know, even when we don't agree on certain things, we're like, okay, go go ahead. If that makes you happy, all right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. w- we would expect the same thing in return, you know? Yeah. I mean, there there shouldn't, I think society needs to stop putting us like, women need to be doing this and men need to be doing this. No. If a man wants to braid his daughter's hair and do this, and do, he go yeah. for it. Let him do it. Let him be that present father. That w- girl is not going to grow up to be a strong woman because of that. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like that. I know my daughter's gonna be strong because he sees her expectations of what it is gonna be in a partner. It's gonna be her dad because of the way he her dad treats me. Yeah, and I want that. Yeah. You want that for your children. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want that? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oscar and Daniel are great fathers too, so definitely respect them a lot. Um, so I guess too, before we just uh, end this too, uh, let me ask y'all this question. 
what do you think can be done or things that can be done in order to fix uh, women's rights, equality, and everything of that nature? That's a tough question. Yeah. Um, anything, I think anything you can do is better than nothing. Yeah. Um, I've kind of struggled with that because when there were a lot of um, the marches before that, before we went um, a couple of years ago, I was always like, man, I wish I could be there. I wish I could do this. And in reality, I just didn't force myself enough mm -hmm. to do it. But when you hear of, um, you know, rallies, sign up for them, help to volunteer. Um, if there's petitions, sign them. A lot of times there's, you know, online now. It's, a, you know, just get on your computer. And then also just when you see someone, um, just support them. If you know of, like, like you said, you had your friend that went through that. She was struggling. You know, just support them. Let them know you're you're not alone. And I think with women, um, some of the things that we go through, sometimes we we actually don't share a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, for instance, miscarriages and things like that, it's very, um, or even fertility issues. I think yeah. we don't talk about that enough or it's just a stigma where um, you do suffer in silence or only tell, you know, one or two people. And in reality, there's millions of women out there going through the same thing you are and you just don't know. Yeah. So I think um, communicating, being open, and really using a, a platform like this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and speak up. It's just about speaking up. Yeah. I mean, even putting on social media, something happened that, you know, speak up. Vote. Like, these people are the ones who... It's so important. ...who you're voting and are the ones making decisions. Yeah. You know, vote. And, and and speak up because at the end of the day, that's what's going to make a difference. It really is. You know, a lot of people feel like, I mean, they say, well, it's not going to change if I do something. It's not going to change if I vote. Not, yes, it is. Absolutely is. Yeah. You know, we still have who we is in government as a governor because of the vote. You know, there's people probably out there that didn't vote and yeah. felt that it didn't matter. And now we're still stuck with this person. <laughs> yeah. You know, so <clears throat> vote, you know, talk about your stories like Mindy say. You do not know how much you can help another person by just telling your story. You know, like a lot of people, when you tell your story, they they feel like, man, I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. I thought I was the only one or I thought there weren't that many people or I felt a certain way because I did this and I know someone else been through that. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and women support each other. Don't compete. Don't we're, we're, applaud each other's successes. Yeah. Lift each other up. Mm -hmm. Give each other those opportunities, you know, help each other out and listen to each other. You know, we, women, when we support each other and lift each other up, we can do amazing things. Mm -hmm. So it's not a competition. Like, you know, a lot of women see each other. a couple. Well, she's taking my man or she 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 makes more than me. She thinks she's all of that. No, Crap's in the no. The yeah. Like, no. Congratulations. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. You're congratulations. How can I do that? Advise me. Help me. You know, yeah. lift each other up and and be there for each other. And that's how we can get through these situations and able to make a difference. Yeah, 100 percent. I agree with you. And then also just uh, to add on to that, I feel just like being an example, being a leader. Uh, it could be just running in Congress or it could just be in your work life or it could just be you as a person or a mother or whatever the case may be. Um, I say, like, being the best you just changes everything because, like we said, everything is connected. So you may not know how you affect people directly, but 
Yeah, I, I would definitely like to see a change because, you know, I have people who I love just like y'all and just, you know, I have mothers and sisters and everything too and cousins. So it's, you know, it's something that I want to see happen as well. I don't understand it. Uh, you know, even just being a black male, I have my own uh, path as well and stuff like that of inequality. So, you know, even when it comes to this, it's one of those things about humans, I don't exist. I mean, excuse me, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm hopeful for the future. I think things will definitely change. Things are changing now. Mm-hmm. So who knows how life will be five years from now. All we can do is just be the example for our children because they're the ones yeah. that are going to be making those differences in the future, you know? 100%. And, you know, Mindy raising those boys, mm-hmm. she's she's showing them this is how you support women. This is yeah. what This is, how, you know, this yeah. is what a strong woman is. And my daughter, too, you know, showing her this is how you don't believe in yourself. Move forward. Don't take crap from anyone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you know, Absolutely. Um, just... We those those children are the ones who are in the future are gonna be making these decisions and going through that. So it is our job to show them this is how it's done. And and like I said, not be afraid to do it. You know, like like Mindy said, I've never gone to march because I was more scared or worried. But now I'm like, you know what? If let's go, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let, let's not just talk about it. Let's be about it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, ladies, thank y'all for coming. I really appreciate this because yeah. this is a good conversation it needs to be had. Yeah, and thank you, you know? for inviting us. Oh. Yeah, it was fun. We appreciate it. <laughs> y'all are welcome. Y'all are welcome. All right, we'll, we'll see y'all later. Y'all have a good one. Mm-hmm.